0: Beyond understanding, praise God. Just before you're seated, there's a few things I want to run by you. The first mention of the love, the word love in the Old Testament, is when Jacob said to Esau in Genesis 27 and 4, and make me some meat, silvery meat, such as I love, and bring it to me. The second time is in Genesis chapter 29 and 20, when Jacob served seven years for Rachel. Praise God, it says, for his, but it was a few days because he loved her. The third time that it mentions love in the Old Testament, it said that Leah conceived and bare a son, and she called his name Reuben. <laughs> And said, surely the Lord hath looked upon my affliction, and therefore my husband will love me. I believe that the Bible is the inspired word of God. And I believe that everything that's in it is written in order and a purpose. Praise God. The first time they talked about love, it talks about the love of the things of this world. The second time it talked about love, it talked about to love someone. Praise God. The third time that it talked about love, it talked about to be loved. Now I'm going to read your scripture text tonight. Amen. The first mention of love in the New Testament is in, praise God, Matthew chapter 4 and verse 43. And Jesus takes all these three things. The love of the things of this world, the love of some For someone in the love to be loved. And he mentions them in this very first verse or the very first time that love is ever mentioned in the New Testament. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 43. He said, ye have heard it that it has been said, thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thy enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you and pray for them. That despisefully uses you and persecutes you. That ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh the sun to rise on the evil and on the good. And he sendeth rain on the just and the unjust. And on the unjust. And if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same. I want to talk about tonight with the help of the Lord on the subject beyond the understanding, and that is God's love. Lord, we love you, God, and praise you for this evening. I thank you, Lord, for the spirit that's here tonight. I thank you, Lord, for your presence, asking you, Lord, to help me, dear God, to dish your word out to your people as you'd have me do it. And, God, I'm going to give you the praise and the glory and the honor in the precious name of Jesus we pray. Can everyone say amen? Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Praise God Without understanding You know, there's a lot of things in life. We don't understand we don't understand Maybe how our car works Amen, we may not understand some of the appliances that you use If you're a computer guy or you even use a computer every one of us in here doesn't fully understand how that computer works but it does not stop us from trusting driving a car, working an appliance, or getting onto the computer. We may not understand how it works, but we do like what it does for us. The love of God is something that you may not understand. You may not understand why God loves you. You may not understand why God cares for you. But if you could only surpass that and understand that I may not understand why, but I do accept by faith that he does love me. Praise God. You know, God understood psychology. Jesus understood psychology. Because in Mark chapter 12 and verse 30, He said, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. He said, this is the first commandment. The very first. It's the most important. It's the most important thing. And then He went to the next verse. And He said, the second next important thing is namely this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Now when you look at that word as thyself, you say, I've got to love myself. Well, if you're not satisfied with who you are, if you cannot love yourself, you will not love anyone else. If you cannot approve of yourself, then you will not approve of anyone else. You have to love yourself, and that's not... uh, that's not a bad love, that is an acceptance love. Amen. There are two things that are in this world. There is love and there is, praise God, lust. Love is the word when God loves. God loves, amen, and love gives. The description of love is God so loved the world that he gave. Praise God. The word lust is take. When lust is conceived, it bringeth forth sin. When, when lust takes, if you want to know somebody loves you... If a man loves his wife like he ought to love his wife, he'll love her for what's best for her. He'll do what's best for her. If a man lust or a woman lust, then they want for themselves. You hear so many times people say, praise God, that they love someone, but really what they do is they lust because all they do is live for what they can get out of the situation. Love is a give. God so loved the world that he gave Love is a giving thing, praise the Lord. And when you love, amen, yourself, you will love yourself and want to give yourself to the Lord and to God, praise God. That's what love is. He said there's no greater commandment that's expressed. There are two words, there are many words, but there are two words in the Greek, amen, that we know that uh, God wrote in the New Testament for love. One is the word filio. Filio means to love like a friend, praise God, or to have a fondness. The second word in the Greek is agape. It means to love. That's something like you do when you love your mate or you love your children or you love your parents. It is a deeper, more dedicated type of love. It is a self, It is an unselfish type of love. It is a giving love. And when the Bible writes, amen, in the Greek, um, I love the Greek. And I had a year or two of Greek, or two years, actually, in Bible college. Amen. Greek is the only language, amen, that uh, is, can be uh, used many years later. If the Bible would have been written in the American language today, praise God. We use the word run for 26 reasons. The engine's running, run down. Praise God, I'm run, I'm run out. We use it for 26 reasons we use the word run. Praise God. But in the Greek, every word was specific. I would not use the word love for my wife that I would use for my friend. Praise God. Matter of fact, if I was talking about her love for me, that word love would have a different ending on it than my love for her. The Greek language is so precise, amen. And the King James Bible we got today, I do not want to take away from it. It is a marvelous book. I believe it's inspired of God. I believe that man can be saved by it. I I believe that man can live by it. But if you go back to the translation of the Greek, there are some little deeper things that you can see out of it, praise God. And when you use that word, filio, it means fondness, like When you use that word, agape, it means love, like you do a mate or a child. It is much deeper than uh, filio is. And so, when you go to the time period that when the crucifixion had happened, after Peter had denied the Christ, after the resurrection... After the time that Jesus walked on the shore and he saw them in the boat, Peter going back to fishing because Christ had been crucified and he felt that time or that his life for the ministry had been over. And so he's back out fishing again. Jesus walks upon the shore, calls out to them and says unto them, "Cast your fish or cast your net on the right side of the fish." They did. They felt the un- Controllable surge of life as the fish filled the net. And the Lord said unto them, come and dine, and called them in. Peter coming off the boat and into the water. And they began to sit there, and they began to uh, uh, fellowship one with another. Praise the Lord. Peter in his heart struggling, amen, because he's denied Christ. Peter in his heart understanding that he did not stand for Christ like he should have stood, praise God. And as he was sitting there, if you can see the picture, as Jesus sitting there looks over at Simon Peter, and he said unto him, praise God. He said unto him, he said, so when they had died, Jesus saith unto Simon Peter, son of of Jonas, lovest thou, that word love there is agape, It's like love. Do you love me, praise God? Amen. Lovest thou me more than these? He saith, Simon saith unto him, Lord, yea, thou knowest. He said, you know that I filio. The word in the Greek is filio, like thee. And so if you will bear with me, I will take those two words and I will use them, praise God, so that you can understand it tonight. So, let's start over again. So, when they had dined, Jesus saith unto Peter, Simon, son son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I like thee. Praise God. Jesus said unto him, Feed my lambs. In verse 16, he saith unto him again the second time, Son of Jonas, lovest thou me, agape me more than these? Peter looked at him and he said, Thou knowest that I, Ophelia, I like thee. Praise God. He saith unto him, Feed my sheep. He saith unto him the third time, Son of Jonas, lovest thou, Philio me? Do you just like me? Praise God. Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, Do you like me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I affiliate thee. I cannot lie to you. You have showed me love, God. You have you have walked. You have never let me down. You have never denied me. You have never betrayed me. You have always been there. You have always been understanding, God. Amen. You love me. You agape me. But Lord, you know. That I can only affilio you. I only have the ability, praise God, to have feelings for you. May I say it tonight. That in this flesh we don't understand nor can love. There is not the ability in our own flesh to love. Peter understood that. Jesus never rebuked him because he understand that Peter was honest. Jesus never corrected him. Jesus never condemned him because he understood that he didn't have the ability to really, really love. Basically, the reason we love people is for what we can receive from them. Praise God. That is human. And when we try to fathom love or to think of love or to understand love, we ask ourselves, how can they love us being who we are? How can they care for us being, praise God, what we are? How can they love us? We can't even learn to love ourselves. How can they love us? But here... Praise God is what the word tells us, how God feels for us. Amen. When God gave his word, and when God said in John 13 and 1, now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that the hour was come that he should depart out of the world unto the Father, having Agape, his own. Jesus loved his own, praise God, which were in the world. He agaped them, praise God, unto the end. God has the ability, and Christ has the ability. When you wonder what the love of God is like, you will look into the face of Jesus and understand when the disciples would not go through Samaria because of their... Uh, um, because of their prejudiceness of the Samaritans, Jesus could look at them and say, "I must needs go through Samaria I have no prejudiceness towards anyone John 17 and 26 says and I have declared unto them thy name Jesus is talking to the Lord he said, I have declare to them thy name and I will declare it that I that the agape wherewith." Thou hast agape me or loved me, may be in them. Jesus was saying, I want the love of us to be in them, praise God. And I in them. And the form, and that's the way it came. It came in the form of the Holy Ghost. When the Holy Ghost was poured out on the day of Pentecost, the Bible said it gave us the love of God. Amen. When Peter, who could not stand at the crucifixion of Christ and stand up for God, he could not love him in his flesh to the point he could not stand up and say, Amen, I am his disciples. Praise God. When God filled Peter on the day of Pentecost, Amen, and the Holy Ghost was inside of him, he had so much love for God that he would stand up on the day of Pentecost and say, This is that which was spoken of the prophet Joe. In the last days, I'll pour my spirit out. Men and brethren, what shall we do? He had the gall to stand up in the power of the Holy Ghost because he had the love of God inside of him and he had the ability to tell them that they needed to repent of what they had done they needed to be baptized of what they did but the first thing that Peter had to do was he had to get past he meant the forgiveness of denying Christ he had to learn to love himself We've got to let the Holy Ghost to give us the ability to accept and to love ourselves. You see, when we've got the Holy Ghost inside, we can let that Holy Ghost... Let us love ourselves. We get up in the morning. I'm telling you. You hear me tonight. A Holy Ghost filled person ought to get up in the morning. And they ought to love the day. They ought to love themselves. They ought to love their brothers. They ought to love their sisters. They ought to love the ones around them. Why? Because the Holy Ghost inside of them. You know, I have never seen anyone receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost at an altar and get and and walk away and say, you know what, I still don't like it, my my neighbor. You ever seen anybody get the Holy Ghost for the first time? Praise God! <laughs> Praise the Lord! I had a, a young man that I worked with, and uh, he uh, he told me he said I. I think I got the Holy Ghost. I said, well, in the book of Acts, they spoke in tongues. So he went to his pastor and his pastor said, okay, we can take care of that. He said, she, 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 said, she, 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 And he said, okay. He said, there's your tongues. Now you only got to believe. He come back. He said, I spoke in tongues. I said, oh, great. Okay. He said, uh, I said, she, 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 and she, I said, what? I said the, the, and i've showed him in the bible where it says where the holy ghost gave the utterance so we went to his uh, trailer and i'd pray with him and after a while he looked at me he said i don't want to be offensive but i don't think i i think it'd be better to do it by myself i said okay that's fine so i left the next day he come out to get in the truck and he did not have to tell me a word he got in the truck and he said, I got it last night. I got it last night. He said, it's been all over me. He said, there are people all my Christian so-called life. He said, I've tried to love, but I ain't got no problem loving now. Breeze Scott. That's because it's the love of the Holy Ghost that was poured out on the day of Pentecost. You take a man called Peter who could not stand up with Christ even though he'd been with him for three and a half years. He could not stand up and say, yes, I am with him. But you give him the Holy Ghost and he loves God so much that he'll stand up and he'll say repent and be baptized every one of you praise God he said to them something that Stephen later did the same thing and died for he could have died that day they could have turned on him and stoned him but you see he, didn't, he loved God so much he didn't care I want you to know something tonight when you get the love of God inside of you when you get the Holy Ghost down inside of you you'll want to live holy you'll want to live righteously you'll want to go to church you'll want to live for God you won't want to lie you won't want to steal you won't want to drink you won't want to commit adultery you won't want to do any of those things I was with a couple one time and that couple he man it was not a good situation he man and she was leaving her husband and she said, she was leaving him for another man. She said, I love that guy. I said, you don't love that guy. I said, you can't love that guy. I said, if you love that guy, first of all, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do that to that guy and his wife and his marriage. I said, if you loved your husband, you wouldn't be doing this to your husband. And they had two kids upstairs that was crying. I said, if you loved those kids upstairs, you wouldn't be doing it to them either. So you don't love. You lust. It's what you want. You see, because when you love, you give. God's love gives. And when you love God, when Peter received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, praise God, it gave him the love for God that he was willing at his death. Jesus told him, "Ooh, thank you, Lord. When Peter looked at Jesus and Peter says, Peter, do you like me? And Peter said unto him, he said, Lord, thou knowest that I like you. Jesus looked at him and Jesus said to him, he said, let me tell you, Peter, what's going to happen. There's going to come a time when you're going to, you gird yourself, but there's going to time that somebody girds for you. He said, you go your way, but there's a time when they're going to take you the way. In other words, right now, in your flesh, you're being controlled. But one of these days, there's going to be a spirit inside of you that's going to control you. You know, when you talk about fruit on a fruit tree, if you take an apple out and tie it to a tree, it does not make it an apple tree. Matter of fact, that apple will start to rot the moment you tie it to that tree. But if you have an apple tree, it will produce apples. Praise God. When you talk about the Holy Ghost and the love of God, Galatians 5 and 22 says, but the fruit of the Spirit and the very first fruit that comes The most important fruit. It wasn't by accident that Jesus looked at them. And said to them praise God. The first commandment is to love God. And the second commandment is to love your neighbor. It wasn't by accident. Because the fruit of the spirit the Bible said is love. And if you have love. Every other fruit that comes after this. Is relinked to love. If you have love you'll have joy. If you have love, you'll have peace. If you have love, you'll have long-suffering. If you have love, you'll have goodness. If you have love, you'll have gentleness. If you have love, you'll have faith. Because you will understand with faith that God loves me so much. Let me just say this. If you struggle loving your brothers and your sisters... You're going to struggle understanding God loves you. We, let me tell you something tonight. This life, this life, we will condemn ourselves. We will destroy ourselves. If you struggle with judging other people, you are going to struggle with you judging yourself. If you struggle Loving others. Then you're going to struggle. With having faith. That God loves you. Do you understand what I'm saying to you today? Praise God. If you struggle. If you don't work on loving others. If you don't accept others for who they are. You will not have the ability. To allow God to accept you for who you are. You see, God God puts you out there. And then when it comes to condemnation, that's why Jesus looked at her and said, neither do I condemn thee. He didn't have to condemn her. She condemned herself. Praise God. And so, if you don't love your brother and your sister, you're going to struggle. If you don't love your brothers and sisters, and you don't learn what real love is, you know, There was a story one time about a a little girl, two girls playing on the train track. And the two girls were playing on the train track. Amen. And all of a sudden they heard the train. And they started to get off the track, but one of the little girls' foot was stuck in the track. And when the little when her sister got off the track and realized what had happened, she got back on the track but couldn't get it off. And eventually the train came. And it not only took the girl whose foot was stuck in the track, but it also took her sister with her. And the story went on to say one was stuck by the foot and the other was stuck by the heart. If we're going to be saved, we're going to have to be connected to Christ by no other way but by the heart. We've got to learn the love of God. We've got to say, Holy Ghost, teach me to love. Holy Ghost, allow me to live in a world of love. Praise God. Galatians 2 and 20 says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Not I, but Christ that liveth within me. And the life I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God Who agape me? God loved you so much that he gave his only begotten Son, that whomsoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Ephesians 5 and 2 says, and walk in agape, walk in it, walk in love, as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us. An offering and a sacrifice to God, which is a sweet-smelling savor. Praise God. That love will cover a multitude of sins. Praise God, the Bible tells us. Ephesians 5 and 2 tells us that. And then my last scripture, praise God, is Ephesians 2 and 4. Let's all stand. It says, but God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherewith." He agaped us. He loved us. Even when we were dead in sins, praise the Lord, hath he quickened us with Christ. By grace are you saved and hath raised us up together and hath made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Don't church Think about where you are. Think about what God has done for you. Think about how God has blessed you. Think about how God has loved you, praise God, and accepted you for who you are. It was not too long ago that I was counseling a young man. And that young man said to me, he said, I struggle. My dad does not accept me and I simply looked at him and I said I want to tell you something there's only one person in this life that you really need to worry about their acceptance and I said that is Jesus Christ and I said and I've got some good news for you he loves you he accepts you church God accepts you you might say well you can say that preacher but you don't know what I've done God accepts you you can say that preacher but you don't know where I've been God accepts you praise God God wants to come and live inside of you let me tell you how bad he wants to come and live inside of you he wants it so bad that over 2,000 years ago he went to Calvary praise God just so you could so you could raise your hands you could open your heart you could ask him to come down inside you could ask him to flow through you with his spirit you could let him take over your life you can let him take over your tongue You can let Him say a language through you, you will not understand, praise God. You can feel Him like never before. The power of the Holy Ghost can flow through you, why? Because He loves you, and because He knows who you are, and because He accepts you. Verse 7 says, that in the ages to come, He might show the exceeding riches of His grace in the kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. You say, Pastor, I don't understand. I just don't understand. I can't comprehend. It's hard for me to believe. Well, we're going to have an order call tonight. We're all going to come up around front, and I want everybody just to stay to themselves, and I want you just to worship the Lord with all your heart. And you can say to him, God, I don't understand why. But God, I'm going to to believe you. And I'm going to let you flow through me. Come on, church. Let's all come. Oh, God. Oh, come on. Let's just love God. The love of God. It's without understanding. Praise God. Some 2,000 years ago, let's all just love Him right now.